Okay. Uh, let me pray, and then we'll get started. All right. Oh, Adam, yes? What days? It's a Friday to a Sunday. So like a Friday evening to a Sunday. The 20, 27th to 29th. Yeah. You got a playoff game? Okay, well, I'll talk, I'll talk to you after, okay? Okay, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this time together. Uh, thank you for a bunch of noisy people in this room. Um, we thank you for the fun that we get to have. Um, and we just ask that you would uh, show us more of who you are. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, the first thing we need to do, you need to get into groups of two or three, okay? Form a little group. This is what you're going to do. Oh, you guys are grouped back there. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Wow. You're you're a really good group, too. Um, Okay, most of these are questions that you guys submitted back in December, okay? Most of these are questions. Some of them are questions that you guys just heard. One of the questions that you guys submitted... Someone said, why is Silas so ugly? And, and whoever wrote that, who's going to come forward? No. Jewel. It was Jewel. Why are we starting this again? Was it you? Because she was in the way. Oh, Wait, what? Anyways, these are, most of these are questions that you guys wrote down. My question is not out here. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah. What was your question? Okay, most of these are questions that are relevant to what we need today. So you guys wrote down. Later. All right. Most of them are. You? Adam. Okay, you guys get to pick pick one question on here, and I'm going to give you guys three minutes, and you need to answer that question, okay? You have one minute. Pick one question as a group and answer one of the, answer one of the questions in three minutes. All right? Ready, set, go. Start talking. Pick one.
Okay, 30 seconds. Oh my goodness. I want to ask you What is it? Why are we so Yeah, for next time, Chuck. For next time. Okay. All right, bring it in. Bring it in over here. Very good. All right, we're going to go around. We're going to go around, and we, did, we need to listen. And uh, each group is going to share uh, quickly what question they picked and how they answered it, okay? Uh, we'll start over here. What question did you guys do? Do we have free will or are we like a puppet? That's, that's okay, that's okay. Go ahead, Zaire. What did you guys say? Yes. We have free will because God doesn't force us to follow him. All right. Thank you for your synopsis. Is that the right word? What are you talking about? Overview. What does synopsis mean? Um, go ahead. This group right here. Yep. Why are we here? First question. All right. And what did you guys say? It's to praise God. Okay. To praise God. And because our parents dropped us off. Because our parents dropped it. Adrian, come on! Just kidding, man. That's cool. Um, very good. Abby, Jordan, what question do you guys pick? What did you guys say? Oh, Okay. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, this group right back here. What questions did you guys do? Because you're the youngest. We talked about a couple ones, but uh, one of them was what is hell. Okay. 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 Cool. Thank you, guys. Yes, ladies. We did. Uh, does God choose who is the heaven? Okay. Okay. Okay, so they have a few different answers for different views. Uh, back here. All right, so you read the question and said, this is a good question. Yes. Yeah. All right, perfect. Um, you two up here, Grace Tyler. Brilliant. We chose, uh, do we have free will or are we like puppets? What did you guys say? All right, so Tyler was saying 
gig that like we're kind of built into this realm where God has kind of like programmed us as human beings with different skills and different personality traits and that like we just act within the confines of what he has created for us. And I think that we have free will as in like I can move my body, I can choose my own actions, but um, I think he stirs things in our hearts like when we come to faith that sometimes that's not something that we're actively seeking out after. That's something that he has to give us the grace to believe. Um, it's not like we're looking for faith. Like He's the one who comes and finds us first. Hmm. Thanks for sharing what you guys talked about. And these three cool guys over here. We did have, does God love everyone? Does God love everyone? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we said yes because everyone's made his own image and he made us knowing us from the Yes, because he made everyone in his and image. He before born. All right. Okay. Thank you guys for all sharing what you guys talked about. Thanks for uh, thinking about these questions for a little bit of time. Um, how many of you guys found it easy to like answer uh, your question? Yeah, you found it easy. Did any of you guys find it like, oh, there could be multiple answers to this question, or like this question makes me ask more questions? Like this is this is more complicated than just a simple answer kind of thing. Maybe maybe the, both, but maybe some like you found this kind of simple, but also kind of intricate and like oh this leads me down a, to a deeper more intricate questions right um we're gonna read a passage okay in luke 8 oh i'm not gonna answer any of those questions for you right now but we're gonna read a passage uh, in your groups i'm gonna read this out loud and then in your groups you guys are going to uh, talk about what is the meaning what does this parable mean okay this is jesus talking in a parable okay and you're gonna tell me what does this parable mean all right uh, so we're going to read it together, then talk in your groups for like another three minutes. Then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what does this parable mean? All right. This is what it says. Follow along. And when a great crowd was gathering and people from town after town came to him, to Jesus, he said in a parable, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock. And as it grew up, it withdrew, it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Okay, talk about for like three minutes, what, what is this uh, parable? What is the meaning of this parable? And specifically, like there's, where, there's four different places that the seed fell, right? So what does that mean? What is the whole meaning between all that, behind all that too, all right? Go ahead. Did we? Uh, I don't remember. But that was in Mark. This is Luke, so. Well, just talk about it, all right? You can join. You can join another group. Go ahead. Maybe. But that was in Mark. This is Luke. Even though same passage, just keep talking about it, all right? You got it. Good job. It was really good. Great job. Keep talking.
For God to what? For God's love to grow in different conditions, it's harder or easier for God's love to grow. Okay. Uh, what else? What else did we get? Did anyone else talk like that? Or yes, Tyler. Okay. Spreading the word and the message of God. All right, because seed was like spread, right? And that's like okay. And how the people take it. Okay. Yes, Jordan. Like, um, God's word. Okay, kind of like how he's saying it. God's word and then how, how people take it, how they receive it. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. You guys had some good discussion over here. Oh, Jewel, what does it mean? Oh, wait, what I told you about the bird. Anything, man, anything, anything. Yeah. 
Okay. We also said that the birds could be people who say that they're spiritual, but they don't really need to follow church because they believe in it themselves. Okay. And they don't, they don't look like seek help. Okay. No, because they're doing it to themselves. Um, did any of you, did any of you find yourself, some of you who came to high school Bible study, you're like, I don't even need to read this because I already read it once. All right. Yeah. Wrong of you. Okay. Um, but did any of you find yourself being like, like, like having questions still about what this means, about what everything means in this? Do any of you guys still find yourself having questions or do you guys all feel like you have a good grip on it? So does anyone have any questions? Everyone feels good about it, huh? I like, yes? I feel like even if you do have like a good like understanding of it, I feel like you can always like still learn from it if you read it again. Yeah. Yes. Is there is it mentioned more times? Is this parable like used more times in the Bible? Well, the beautiful thing, the beautiful thing is that if you are feeling confused right now, or you you'd be like, oh maybe I kinda understand, but I want to understand it more. The beautiful thing is that the verse after this, okay, in Luke 8, verse 9, Jesus' very own disciples who were there with him come up to Jesus and they say to him, what does this parable mean? If you read the next passage, you can, yeah, I didn't want you guys so to be able to see that. Basically, you're advertising us to read the Bible. Go, go read the next passage, but, I, but I, I don't, I'm not, today I'm not here to give you answers to these questions, Okay. But I'm here, sorry, man. What I'm here to show you is that uh, a life with Jesus, um, a lot of ways are encountering the real God. Like our mission statement, right? Part of it is, is uh, welcome students as they, are, as they are so that they might encounter the real living God in every part of their lives. And part of encountering the real God is beginning to ask questions of who he is and who we are. Okay, that's a big, a big part of encountering the real God is not just living content with what we know or what we think we know, but a big part of it is always learning and always asking questions, just like the disciples did in the next verse, right? They came to Jesus and they weren't just content hearing the story and being like, okay, Jesus told a nice parable. I'm going to try to figure out what it means. But they actually said, Jesus, what does this mean? And they went and asked him questions and, and they were near to him, okay? So I'm not here to give you, give you these answers today, okay? You can be as confused as you want today because much of our lives, I know much of my life as a Christian is, is a lot of confusion and wondering why, who is God and why does he do this and, and why does he act this way and all those questions on that list. Like I don't have really good answers to all those questions, but what I, what I do have is a relationship with Jesus who actually will like grow with me and teach me and, and sit alongside me as I ask him, ask him these questions. And it's the same for you guys. And it's, it's the same for Jesus' disciples who lived life with him, all right? So encountering the real God, what I want for each and every one of you guys, what I want for myself, it starts with asking questions, okay? It starts with being curious and wanting to know him more and more, right? That's what part of a relationship is, right? Wanting to know more about someone, wanting to know someone more and more and more. That's how a relationship grows too, right? So one thing is, don't be afraid, okay? You don't have to be afraid. Uh, if you read any of those questions on that list and you're like, oh, I don't know the answer to this. And so I'm scared. Maybe I don't really know Jesus. Maybe he doesn't love me. Uh, I don't want you guys to be afraid like that because you don't have to be afraid um, of asking big questions and scary ones and ones that are, uh, are big and real, okay? Because Jesus cares about those things and he cares about growing with you in those things. And then also, another thing is, right, our mission is welcoming students as they are 
so, they can, so that they may encounter the real living God in every part of their lives. Another thing is that we, I want us to be a group. I want all of you guys to be students and us to be a group of students who welcome others' questions in a way that enables them to explore and know Jesus more clearly. Right? Like Jesus lets us be with him, just like his disciples are with him asking questions. Jesus wants us to be with him asking questions and knowing him more, right? And exploring like who he is and, and who we are so that we might know him more and know his love for us more. But also Jesus wants that for, for those around you. He wants that for, for everyone. He wants everyone to know him more. And, and one way that we can help do that is by being um, a group of students and a group of people who welcome others' questions and and being a place where we can explore those questions with them and not just shutting them down or uh, thinking we have the answer right away, right? And because as we think about Jesus in the Bible, Jesus was asked a lot of questions throughout the Bible, a lot of questions. I was looking up today, I was like, I was like, okay, times the disciples asked Jesus questions. And then it started listing off times the disciples were quite, like asking Jesus questions. But then it talked about the Sadducees and the Pharisees, like these other religious leaders, these very smart people, they were asking Jesus questions. Nicodemus, he was, he was a Pharisee, like a head Pharisee, and he came to Jesus in the middle of the night because he was asking questions of Jesus. He wanted to know more of Jesus. And he was a Pharisee. He was one of the smartest people. People all the time came to Jesus and they were asking him questions. Okay? But oftentimes, a lot of the time, Jesus, he rarely gave straight answers these people to, to these people's questions and instead he invited them into a relationship oftentimes maybe he would ask questions back to them or he would give some sort of uh, uh, nebulous or not uh, clear answer not so that the person would stay in confusion or, or be confused for their whole life but so that maybe that person would be a little more curious and ask more and more questions of who jesus is and might draw closer to him so I know I said that I was going to do like a series on answering your guys' questions, and maybe we will in the future. But right now, I just want you guys to know that your questions are not a hindrance to relationship with God and Jesus. But actually, the questions that you have, I want you guys to chase those things and, and explore them and learn and grow all while you're with Jesus. Because Jesus is, is with you as you ask him questions. And even, even actually, as Mitchell shared last week, right, he was kind of sharing his testimony and about how he had doubts or questions and like he couldn't really figure. He was talking about in his life how he, you couldn't always necessarily have like a clear view of who God was, right? Or didn't know exactly who he was. And the amazing thing is like that, that's true, I think, for all of us who live with Jesus and, and who, who have relationships with him. We don't know everything and uh, we're not going to know everything, but Jesus is with us in it, in the midst of that. And he actually wants us to know him better by asking questions. Okay, so I'm not going to answer your questions today. But one thing I want to do is as we just have conversations, whether we're eating snacks or hanging out before youth group or some other time during the week, I want to be able to talk about these questions because Jesus invites us into a relationship with him so that we can know him better, right? And ask him questions personally. And I, I want that same thing to be for us too. If you guys ever have a question or for any of the leaders or friends too, you guys can come to us and, and talk to us and ask questions with us. And we will do our best to explore those things with you and follow Jesus in the midst of it. All right. Okay, let's pray, and then we have uh, not a long time for small groups, but uh, we'll split up into boys and girls, all right? Let's pray. Jesus, we uh, thank you. Um, we thank you for not always giving us the clear answers, um, not because it necessarily makes us feel any better, but because it uh, calls us to a trust in you, a deeper trust uh, in you. I mean, we thank you for being uh, the one who holds all the answers and 
who is all-powerful and who loves us very, very much. Um, and we thank you for inviting us into a relationship that doesn't have to be perfect, um, but one where um, we're just called to trust you more and more. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.